switch things up a little bit. Um, this is not a local story, but it's weird. LeBron James. <laughs> Taco what do you think about this? So LeBron James is trying to claim the rights and trademark Taco Tuesday, which is a thing that people use and say it's all the thing. time. It has been. Uh, I don't know how, what I make of this. Since he started that, though, social media has erupted. Like, yes, it's been a thing, but it's kind of like you made it a hot line and made it a hot song. Once he picked up Taco Tuesday and started making it a weekly thing, it's been going absolutely nuts. So what exactly does he do? He only posts on Tuesdays now? Is that what it is? Well, he posts all the time, but when it comes to Tuesdays, people tune in from all over the world, all over the nation, to look at his story to see what is he going to do. People are it making probably like just LeBron took off into and... such a big thing. Yeah. Do you have one of the shirts? I don't, but if anybody's listening and has, <laughs> has a connection to my, my address is. Yeah, just go ahead and slide in my DMs, and I need one of those. <laughs> Please, shoot your shot in like, my DM What for makes his Taco Tuesday post so cool? Well, he involves his whole family. Like, it's usually when he's at Are dinner Are they cooking with his tacos wife. and stuff? I don't see them actually cooking them. I don't even... Does LeBron cook? He has a, probably has a personal chef or something, but his wife does it. Well, his he's wife, a talented man. He probably can. He probably can. But the baby does it, and Bronny does it, and it's Taco Tuesday. It's the cutest thing ever. So, got to get your money, honey. Got to. Special guest in studio with me. You know it's special. When you have someone in studio, it's real love when you have someone in studio. Quentin Mayo, host and owner and operator. How's ooh, that sound? Ooh. Of the Quentin Mayo Show podcast here with me. He's a young tycoon in this game. I like that. Uh, we met at NBC Sports Washington. He does his thing there. He's a hustler, so he's everywhere. That's just one of his stops. And I like the way he talks. I like the way he carries himself. His podcast is fire. So I said, man... Come on up. I'm going to be a guest on his show. Be a guest on the Travis Thomas Experience. So welcome, sir. Thank you so much. It feels so good to finally be here. <laughs> now, your game, though, to be fair, you love all sports, but you're a hoops head, correct? Oh, for sure. So for sure. where did that start? Did you play? Like, where did the love for basketball happen? But because I, I grew up playing basketball and I made that switch to football, mm -hmm. after that I always had, like, an outside looking in, like, rappers want to be athletes. The right. same thing is sort of like, I played football, but I had this fascination for basketball. So that's kind of where it stemmed from. So now your football career's over. Yes. And you're in the media. Yes. You refuse to be fat and old and lazy like me. <laughs> Not fat. You, you, still, you still work out. You still stay in shape. Are you hooping now? I am hooping now. Ooh, now what's look, the though, game look like? Look, I, I, <laughs> the jump shot is always there. It's still wet now, Trav. You know it is. Now my knees. <laughs> But is it really his fault that he's had to play so many minutes? I don't know if that's his fault. Well, it kind of is. I mean, last year when it, the playoffs were out of reach or getting to be out of reach and fans at home knew this the team wasn't going to go to the playoffs, you know, the front office and Scott Brooks, apparently they approached him and said, look, can let's take it easy a little bit. Let's turn your workload down. Let's, you know, do some load managing. And Bill was like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to play He's like the Max games. Scherzer. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm going to You're not taking me out. Ever, ever. Whereas someone like James Harden, he's all about the regular season. Yeah. He needs to chill out, too. You got to save yourself. You got to yeah. save yourself. And it's like you said, John Wall would probably do the same thing. John Wall shouldn't have been out there last year on that bone spur. He's had his heel has been crazy ever since high school. So, but he's going to, he's a warrior. Those guys are wolves. They're warriors. They want to show that they can do things and their love for the city is unmatched. So they want to get out there and put their talents on display. But sometimes you got to look at the bigger picture. Yeah. John Wall's new contract kicks in this season. Mm -hmm. uh, it was what? 170 million. It's a lot of money. It is. That was around 40 something million. And a I'm a little bit worried about Jonathan Wall just because, you know, the injuries 
have been piling up. How is this going to affect his game? Because he's, older, yeah. he's so fast on those quick breaks, like just watching him fly down the court. Like yeah. that's how long can he sustain that? He's got to change his game. He's definitely have to change his game. Like you said, he's that first step. He can get past you. He's yeah. electric. And I, I said this with Travis is that you got to look at Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul used to be a, not as fast as John Wall by any means, but he was a guy that could get past you and get to the rim. And as he got older and he started slowing down, he's had the hamstring things, he became a smarter player up top. Right, Started right. being a better playmaker, a better passer, and using that mid-range jump shot and being more efficient. So that's what John Wall has to look at. Now, I'm a fan of greatness. Like, when LeBron had the chance to three-peat, I wanted to see that. When you got Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, all guys that are going to be in the NBA Hall of Fame, I understand how people were mad at it, but I want to see it work. I like Tom Brady. People are like, oh, he's too old. He keeps winning. It's boring. It's a boring pick. I want to see it. I like to see greatness. Now, this is going to be like the youngest take I have all day, I promise, is people want to see the Knicks be great again. <laughs> and, I, and I say this, and Stephen A is one of my idols, and he kills the Knicks and James Dolan, but like when I came up, the Knicks that we remember is Carmelo Anthony. Like right. We don't cherish these franchises like a lot of the older guys, especially in the media and the, the audience and the viewers. We don't cherish these these these. Madison Square Garden, like sure. it may be as prestigious as it was back then. Because back then, like you said, nobody's thinking about OKC, not not the forty and up. But that's what all the younger kids now are like. Okay, well, the best teams we've seen, we saw KD, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Serge Ibaka, all these guys come out of OKC. We've never seen the Knicks be good or formidable. We saw right. Carmelo run it and have a whole bunch of trash guys around them, and then well, you had Amari and Jr. But like that team was never what OKC was. So it's a it's a shift in how the like the Nets are all of a sudden gonna be they're bigger really in their they're bigger than in their they're in their own city like Knicks I'm sorry for Knicks fans but yikes and real talk if LeBron and and the Brow aren't on the Lakers the Clippers would steal them too yep and they still might because look Anthony Davis I mean he's probably a top three player when healthy but how often is he healthy right. can he stay healthy for an entire season, deep into the playoffs. That team is, now you got DeMarcus Cousins just went down, and he's done with legal troubles and all that stuff. His career is over. It's, he's done. It's over. This was pretty much his last chance. I think so. But now it's like, well, the Clippers, they're young. They have Ty Lue. I said Ty Lue. They have Lou Williams, mm -hmm. sixth man of the year, Montrezl Harrell, great defensive player, Patrick Beverly. And I've, I've named three formidable guys, respect the guys in the league, and I haven't even said Kawhi Leonard or Paul George. Right. With the guy in Doc Rivers who, who does this. He can figure it out. He does this. So, I mean, look, LeBron, I love LeBron, but it's going to be tough to these teams that were like afterthoughts maybe 20, 30 years ago with two teams in one city are so, now they it's it's flipped. It's yeah. reversed. No, that's a good point. Quentin Mayo, host of the Quentin Mayo Show podcast, joining us here on the Travis Thomas Experience. Let's hit the phone lines. So uh, let's start with the Redskins. Yeah. I mean, what are your immediate takeaways from the cuts today? <sighs> A lot of surprising names. I mean, the Josh Doxson didn't really surprise me that much. Because Ben Standig had been mentioning he yeah. saw this coming. Yeah, and it's it's kind of been, even last year, like they weren't the biggest fans of him. He's always been injured and hasn't really lived up to that first yeah. round of potential. Yeah. Samaje P. Ryan, really, that's one thing that kind of surprised me because like Coach Gruden has been so high on him. And the fan base has always been like, we don't want Samaje and we want to move on with the younger guys. and. When Samaje, when that came on my phone today, him and Adonis Alexander, those kind of surprised me. All the other cuts were pretty much Cam Sims surprised Cam me Sims just a little Steven bit. Cam Sims over Steven Sims, yeah. But, dude, he had like th seven targets, three drops. Those drops were, and they were back to back to back. Like, they were. 
I mean, if you're doing that in a game, you know, they say some guys are really good in practice, not so much in a game. Yeah, that's kind of what that's what happens. And um, you got to make the most of those opportunities. And he had a chance. And I mean, these are bad drops, too. So and they really liked Cam Sims. Like last year, it's a tale of two preseasons. Last preseason, he was the story. Like Cam Sims has to get in the field, ended up having a little injury that kind of hampered him from being able to play. And this this offseason or this preseason, he hasn't been able to do anything. Mm -hmm. So Uh, What What are you doing over at NBC Sports Washington so people can follow you there, too? So I'm doing a lot of writing. um, Good for you. Doing a lot of writing. I always tell interns, make sure you're good at writing if you're getting into this business. And that's one of the things that, especially my generation, we don't like writing. Like That's kind of like been our thing. Reading, writing. Reading, writing, yeah. (laughs) Anything that takes a lot of time to just sit down and focus on something that's not what we like to do oh, I but it. i love it i get to cover the mystics as well too that's kind of something i just awesome. picked up and they're really good this year yeah adela don and Ariel do you think Powers. they're going to the championship again i think they are they're yeah. by far the best team in the WNBA right now so if Ariel powers can come back and get healthy you know we'll be a little they don't, they're playing really well and they don't even have christy tolliver their star one of their star players that says a lot yeah so we'll see they're the favorites but you know it's dc and uh yeah. Well, don't say that. Let's be positive. This is not going to work. We had a lot of depressing stuff with the cuts today. Yep. Mystics are going to win it all. <laughs> that's, that's my pick. All right. All right. Quentin Mayo, thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck with your career. I, I look forward to having you on many more times. Thank Good to you see so you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Maybe I'm the only person that feels this way. I think Harden and Westbrook are going to work. I think they're going to work. Okay. Trav. I know I'm the only one. Everyone thinks it's going to be, you know, a fireworks show. I I know we're in the last hour, (laughs) you know, and (laughs) you're almost out of here. The weekend is right around the corner. You're trying to skate out of here. Trav, come on, man. It's it's me. They're two MVPs. They're friends. Their games, if they work together, do work together. The issue, I think people think, are the egos. Trav, you know what that sounds like? Desperate. It sounds exactly like... The entire storyline that came in when Chris Paul mm. pulled up to Houston. Now, just think of what you just said. They're friends. Now, all these, all this drama didn't come up between Harden and Chris Paul until, what, it came out of nowhere, basically. But when Chris Paul joined the Houston Rockets, it was, oh, they're friends. They're great guys. They're two guys that need championship rings. Chris Paul has never had a ring. He's never done that. They're two ball-dominant guys. They they're demand a lot. But when they got together, they just could never get over the hump. Now, they could have. Multiple times. They were favorites when um, when Katie went down or was it Clay injured his knee? They were favorites. They just couldn't get over the hump of Golden State. And now all these, after they lose, all these storylines come out. Oh, they they didn't gel well together. And they're two guys with alpha dogmas. Or maybe James Harden is too laid back and Chris Paul demands too much. And it's the same kind of storyline. Same so dynamic. Like a, it's like a, a parallel. Now, I think that James Harden and Russell Westbrook like each other more than James Harden and Chris Paul sure. like each other. I mean, they came in together. They came up together. They were really young, and they built that relationship early on in OKC. I would love to see it work. And what does work mean to us? Like, this team is still going to go to the playoffs. They just signed Eric Gordon for a long-term deal. Right. He got his bread. This team, D'Antoni, is still a really good coach. He gets the most out of the – especially on the offensive end of his players. I think Russell Westbrook now has – Something in his mind of like, I have to be good now. Like, okay, I was an MVP. I averaged triple-double back-to-back seasons. But, like, he's at this point now where people are saying his career is over. He's just really selfish. He can't play with anybody else. He got here with James Harden, and now they have to make it work. So I think he will sort of reinvent reinvent his game. But 
I don't know. And especially, he was one of the worst shooters in the league. The worst shooter last year that out of guys who took enough shots. He was the worst shooter in the National Basketball Association. I'm just glad CP3 and Harden are broken up so we don't have to see any more of those stupid-ass State Farm commercials. But I love those commercials. <laughs> what? I love those commercials, Come man. on. Quint Mayo in studio. <laughs> when he's in studio, the phone lines light up. We'll take your calls next. Travis Thomas Experience, 106.7 The Fan. The Maryland Howard score. Oh, my gosh. What is it? The fourth quarter just started, guys. Here we go. It is 79 to nothing. 79? Trav, stop playing. Producer Sean, can you confirm that? It is 79. 79 to points nothing. in the fourth quarter just started? In the started? fourth quarter, it's 11 minutes in the fourth quarter. Man, how, come on, Howard. That's what I wanted to ask. It's supposed to be the real HU. Uh, you know, I thought it was, I kept refreshing my browser. <laughs> I thought it was it gotta be a glitch. It has to be a glitch. I thought it was a glitch in the matrix. If I'm coaching Howard, I, 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 listen, all y'all losing your scholarships. All y'all going home Gotta go. tonight. Gotta go. I don't want to see no smiling when we get on the bus. Nothing. Not a peep. You know what? They, they don't even need the bus. They walking. You got to walk back to Howard. I'm sorry. Jay-Z with the NFL. Mm-hmm. I get why everyone was up in arms. I do understand it. Mm-hmm. I just also believe in resumes and track records. Exactly. So for me, Hove has always watched out. He's always given time and money. Um, and, and I'm not saying, you know, some of the people say, well, he's just all about money. Well, he, he is a businessman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do understand that part, too. But I'm just in the, like, wait and see crowd. Like, can we just give this guy some time and see if he's actually going to do something? Where do you weigh in on this? Right. We, we're similar on this as well. Social media wants to expiate everything. You yes. want to judge everything as soon as it happens. And like you said, his resume, his track record speaks for itself. Things that weren't even supposed to go public about what he what he's done in the community. Like it's it's well known what he's done. So I I'm by I'm one of those guys that I just want to see what happens. Like, see, he got a seat at the table. He's in the room with guys that we can't get in that room. You know what I'm saying? And yes, money has gotten him there. And at the end of the day, it's a business. He still has to look out for his family, look out for his success and, and his his person. But wait and see what he's going to do. Wait and see. And now, if he if we revisit this segment a year or two down the line, maybe even five months down the line, and it, he's completely sabotaged what he was talking about and all these things that we thought he was going to do, he doesn't do. Okay, I, re- I respect that, and we were wrong. But wait and see what he does do because he has shown nothing – but love and care, and he's given us, like especially me, the blueprint, literally the blueprint literally. for how to make it in this world and, and be better people and make the society better. So I'm just, I want to wait. I agree. Well said. And this here, feels like you're saying they're not going to win 30 games. Man, they're not going to win 25 <laughs> games. Come and, on, Quentin. But do you really want to? Like last year, you're tinkering on the line of, hey, we don't want to tank. We want to sneak into the playoffs. And then it kind of it kind of <laughs> costs you a draft position where this year – it's really no reason why this team should put Bradley Beal out there for another 82-game season and then risk him getting injured, right. risk him any value. Okay, you want to sign him for long-term. I don't think Brad signed him for long-term. No. So once you're forced to trade him, what is his worth when he can't walk? What is his worth when he has the highest usage rate in the NBA? And I think I, I had a stat last week saying he played the most minutes. Him and Kimball Walker were the players that played the most minutes in the NBA and not play in the postseason. Why do that to him? You got Rui Hachimura, Troy Brown Jr. You got Isaiah Thomas wants to prove himself. Ish Smith. Let these young guys. These let guys him play. Are, let him play. Let him play. And I said this last week. Bradley Bill, honestly, he shouldn't even come out the practice facility. Like, I love Bradley. <laughs> and he's saying, I didn't play last year because this time. 
He should not even come off the bus, Brad. You got a child, okay? You got your second Two. You got your second baby just came in. Come on, Brad. Just let it rock. You know what I'm saying? Let's go ahead. You got Cole Anthony. Shout out to Chris Miller. Cole Anthony, that's his guy. That guy can flat out ball. This next class is loaded, especially with point guards. You don't know how good John Wall is going to be when he comes back. No. So you got to build for the future. Troy Brown, Rui Hachimura, Thomas Bryant, maybe get you like a Cole Anthony. And, and uh, I'm going to start a little controversy here. You got LaMelo Ball. Oh, balls coming Lord through, and I know, I know, and I'm just saying that to kind of oh, grind your gears a little. But you do have some talented guys in this draft that you need to take a look at. And forcing and <laughs> forcing Bradley Bill to play all 82 or even 50 percent of that is just way too much. Hey man, if I have to deal with Lavar Ball in this city, bro, big baller, man. Uh, nah, I can't do that. Trav, you're a big baller. I can't do that. You're not a big baller. No, I'm not. Come on, Trav. Bro, I would wear some Walmart walkers before I bought some damn big baller brands. Nah, you they, hear me? They're on sale now, though. Nah, bro. Lonzo you could, gone, they on sale. You could catch me in Skechers <laughs> before you would catch me. The Tony I would, Romos? I would wear a Howard football jersey. <laughs> Or I'm flying wait. off the shelves right now. I can imagine. Let's go to Sue in Arlington. Wants to talk some NBA with us. What's up, Sue? How y'all guys doing? All right now. Doing good. Oh, good. Uh, Travis, uh, do me a favor. Please send me your home address because I would love to send you a big ball of brand for <laughs> Christmas. There you go, Sue. And That's my guy. <laughs> send him some big ball of brand things, man. Send it to him. Yes, and do me a favor. The moment you open it, just put it in a trash can. That is. That's, <laughs> oh, that's, I like yes. Sue already. <laughs> so uh, my biggest comment is about uh, actually, uh, you know, those super players, uh, in, you know, playing on the same team. The problem I have is not the fact that they play on the same team, but I don't think there is a good enough coach to coach all these talented players. I don't think we ever going to have another coach like Jerry Sloan or Big Popovich, and. They're not willing to be coached by a coach. Sue, you're my yeah. guy, man. We started off on a good note. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, I'm not saying that. Look, you got Steve Kerr. I'm not saying he's a, a world. Well, he's one of the best coaches in the league. Let's not get that wrong. But Steve Kerr managed to win rings with these super teams. I mean, Steph Curry. Now, you could say Steph Curry is probably the nicest guy this planet has ever seen, Klay Thompson, one of the most low-key players this nation has ever seen, and you bring KD in. I think it's also something to be said for there has to be a coach that can get the most out of these players, and Steve Kerr has definitely done that in Golden State. Now you look at, you said it's not going to be another coach like Greg you really, You think so? So, in my opinion, I so, think the main reason why the team, the team was built by Mark Jackson and it sickens me to watch Mark Jackson sit on the sideline and do the ESPN analyst and to see those teams, you know, winning three championships. Sue, I understand me, that, but the, the favorites in the last five years of the National Basketball Association, you can, you can say whoever built that team, we could, we could do that all day, but that team still had to go out there and produce. Yeah. And they've been the favorites for the last four to five years in the league. So I don't think you can sit here and say there's not a coach that can coach these guys. Yeah, okay, D'Antoni has fallen short. But D'Antoni has gotten a lot out of the players that he had. There's, there's coaches out here for these guys. I don't necessarily agree with that. And Mark Jackson is a guy that I've lobbied to get Mark Jackson to D.C. I think he should have been had perfect. a job. He should have been had a job. So the reason why he's not in the league, you know, we can talk about that all day. That's something that's going on upstairs. But I don't think that the problem is, or you can necessarily say these players don't want to be coached. These are 
these are really good coaches that can yeah, coach, work a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think Nurse is a good example. <laughs> Nurse did a good job with the Raptors. Sue, thanks for the call, and please don't send me any coach, big ball or crap. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Send them to me, Sue. I'll take them. Where can they find the Quentin Mayo Show podcast? They can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you're streaming music, podcasts. I'm all over the place. We got a great network of people. Got my boy John Bird, uh, Jay Miles. Dr. P, we call him, we got the In the Field podcast. That's our Redskins podcast. Got my boy Media Man Haji right here. Just got hired by the Redskins like today, him. like Come less on. than five, four hours ago. So shout Congrats, out to my boy Haji. Bro. And now we're doing a lot of big things. Josh Kirby just had Clinton Portis on his show. I just did an interview with Larry Hughes yesterday. The Hooper, the Wizard? Yeah. What? Larry Hughes, great guy, has the LH Academy going on in the Lou. So we're building things here. Yo, he's a Lou legend. Dog. Legend. He's legend. a legend out there. And went to St. Louis University. Right. One of the best players out of there. You had Bob Ferry play for the Baltimore Bullets. And you also had, uh, I think, Ed McCauley, Boston Celtics Hall of Famer. But other than that. Bradley Beal out of there, Bradley Beal. Otto Porter. Otto Porter's from the Lou? Mm -hmm. I never knew that. I didn't know that until I had to get ready for uh, Larry Hughes. Wow. I never knew that. You got Patrick McCall, Jason Tatum. And Larry Hughes played with Justin Tatum, which is Jason Tatum's dad at CBC High School. The Maryland uh, Howard game has gone final. <laughs> Sean is like, "Why are you doing this?" Did they score seventy nine to nothing? Was okay. the final? Oh, they sh that's a shutout in the fourth quarter. There were <laughs> the little wins, Uncle Trav. The little wins. There was uh, no Maryland did score once in the fourth quarter, uh -huh. so that must have been uh -huh. when I said that score. They must have just scored. Okay. All right, so uh, first downs, Maryland twenty five. Mm. <clears throat> Here we go, Howard four. Rushing. <laughs> That's one per quarter. Look, you I gotta play the I gotta get the best. Trap. I'm a very positive guy. Said. All right, so if people uh subscribe and tune in to the Quentin Mayo show podcast, describe to someone who hasn't heard it or doesn't know anything about it, but who's listening now and says, you know, I've liked this hour with this kid. I'm gonna look into this. What will they hear? If you're listening right now and you're listening to the Travis Thomas experience, just a younger version of that. Just somebody that I'm really entertaining. I've been told that we were talking before we got on air, like coming up, I'm a class clown. I do too much. I talk too much. Well, now look at us. You know, I love and I'm really passionate about sports. I'm a great personality, but everything I say, I have a backing for. So I'm going to make you laugh. I'm going to make you cry. I might invoke a lot of emotions, but I know my stuff. And sometimes you're not going to agree, but sometimes you're going to agree, but you're going to leave that podcast with a better knowledge of what we're talking about. And you're going to have a, a great time when you did it. So T-O-Q-M on underscore underscore on Twitter and on Instagrams, the Quinn Mayo podcast, the Mayo Please Sports Network. Anywhere you stream anything, just type in Quinn Mayo and you'll get it done. I would say he's a younger, better looking version. And I would also say that there's not as much cognac, uh, gambling, or reefer involved sure. with his for program. For quite sure. like it is the Travis Thomas experience. So if you're looking for... If you're looking for a sober <laughs> version of Travis Thomas, I am absolutely your guy. I'm, I promise you. But if you're into offensive felony-like behavior, come back here. Come back here. Yeah. What we're doing is we're providing options yes. for people. The blue pill or the red pill? Yes. Is it? Uh, am I allowed to cuss on your podcast? Look, Trav, <laughs> I said sober, okay? So we got we to gotta keep it. We got to keep it good. Now, 
You can use some of those those words if you'd like, <laughs> but we prefer if you keep it nice and PG-13 Fine. on the pod, okay? I Thank you, sir. I'll be on my best behavior there for we go. Quentin Mayo. You got lots of water to drink during the show as well. Oh, God. Yes, the stuff you can see right through. I just want to jump off a bridge. <laughs> water and no cussing, whatever. Oh, sounds like a great time. Thanks, producer Sean, too. Oh, your pastor's listening. I am working on being a better Christian. There we sir. go. Come Thank on you. now. Travis Thomas Experience, 106.7 <laughs> The Fan.